chapter 3, verse 4. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 4. It says, let it, look at First Peter 3 verse 4. says, but let it be the hidden man of the heart. But let it be the hidden man of the heart. In that which is not corruptible, but let it be the hidden man of the heart. In that which is not corruptible, but let it be the hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible. Then it says, even the ornament of a meek and a quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great pride. But let it be the hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible. You know, the apostle is talking about, is talking about, the 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 demonstration the manifestation the adorning or the adornment it says let it not be given a previous verse it says whose adorning let it not be that outward adorning of plating the hair and of wearing of gold or of putting on of apparel but this for let it be, let it be the hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, or even the adornment of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great pride. There is only one part of our being, everybody. There is only one part of our being that is incorruptible. That is after you become born again. Only one part. Doesn't matter how many years you will be a Christian. Doesn't matter how many years you have been a Christian. Doesn't matter what visions you have seen. Doesn't matter what encounters you have had in the realm of the spirit. There is only one part one, 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 one part, which is actually your being, which is actually the real you. It is the hidden man of the heart. It is your spirit being. Can you, can you all still hear me? Yes, Rev, we can hear you. Okay. It's only your spirit that is incorruptible. It is only your spirit being, the, the real you. Your, your mind is corruptible. Your emotions, they're corruptible. I tell you, every, every, every aspect of you is corruptible. And it's only your heart, your, 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 your spirit, your spirit 
the part of you that is born again, the part of you where the Holy Spirit has come to dwell, the part of you which has become one with the Lord, for he who is joined with the Lord is one spirit. It is that part of you that is incorruptible. And it is that part of you that God wants to be the lead and the leader in all that you do. Never your emotions, never your will, never your mind, never any other aspect of you. Are you with me? Yes. Now, now, last week, we read a scripture in Romans chapter 5. I believe it was, let's, I think we should read it again. Romans chapter 5, verse, verse, verse 18. Romans 5, verse 18. Therefore, as by the offense of one, by the offense of one, judgment came upon all men unto condemnation. Therefore, as by the offense of one, judgment, God's judgment, God's judgment came upon all men unto condemnation. That word condemnation is a sentence where now you are in bondage. You are in bondage to your flesh. You are in bondage to the world. You are in bondage to devils and demons. Now, if you would read, if you read the previous verse, verse 17, please, and I, I, I need you to, to, to follow me. It says, for if by one man's offense, death ruled. That word death is, is a powerlessness, an inability to walk in the things of God because you are separated from the spirit of God. You are cut off. <clears throat> and because of that, all that you have is your mind. So reason rules you. All that you have is your emotions. So your emotions rule you. All that you have is your will. All that you have is what the world has for you. What the world throws at you. It will, you, it will, it will just turn your world upside down. The weather has such a dramatic influence on you. Rain, rain, I mean, or a dull weather has such a profound effect, and you cannot do anything about it. Why? Because death is ruling. And it all came only by one man's offense. Are you guys with me? Yes. Yeah. So people's opinion, what somebody says about you, has such a tremendous effect on you. Somebody's acceptance or rejection has a tremendous effect on you. What your eyes see, oh my goodness, it, 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 it has such an effect on you. 
You can't shake it off. No, 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 no. Why? Because death, because you are, man was separated from life. Man was separated from the, 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 the thing that makes, that gives man the ability to enjoy that which God has provided. Man didn't have it anymore. Rather, death, powerlessness, separation was ruling. So it says, for if by one man's offense, death reigned by one, much more they, they, anybody who receives the abundance of grace, the abundance of grace. So death was ruling until there was an abundance of grace that came into being. And along with it, a gift of righteousness. Anybody who receives this, then receive the ability to now reign in life. But that ability, it comes only by one, Jesus Christ. Are you with me? Yes. It comes only by one, Jesus Christ. Listen, the ability to rule over the elements, the ability to not be overcome by somebody's opinion, by the weather, by the world, by what you have and by what you don't have. Listen to me, because Paul was free, because Paul was no longer dominated and ruled by death, he could say, I have learned how to abase. I have learned how to abound. In all situations, I have learned how to function. Why? Because death was no longer ruling him. Are you with me? Yes. Very good. But anybody who has not received the abundance of grace and the gifts of righteousness, notice those two things. They are something that comes to you. You cannot work for it. You cannot do anything to receive it. You cannot do anything to obtain it. No, it is given to you for free. All you do, you, you lay hold of it. You receive it because it's there. And it was, it, was, it, was, it was made available for you. Now, then he says, then he goes on to the next verse, which was what we were reading. As by the offense of one, judgment came upon all men unto condemnation. So anybody who does not receive the, the, the gift of righteousness, anyone who does not receive the abundance of grace, that person is under the judgment, which is to condemnation. That word condemnation is a bondage, it's a sentence to your flesh, it's a sentence to your mind, to your will, to the world, to what is possible, to any limitation, anything that limits has such a profound effect on you. You are under condemnation. Mm. That makes sense. Yes. Now, pay attention. If anybody suffers divorce, if anybody, no matter what, you, you, you can assign whatever reason you want to assign to it, but if you suffer divorce, it is only because the curse or the judgment is ruling. Does that make sense? Yes. Financial ruin is because the judgment is ruling. 
Now, you need, to, you need to understand this. It's very, 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 very important. Mm. Mental torture is only possible if the judgment to condemnation is ruling. Because if, if what you have is the gift of righteousness and the abundance of grace, none of these things can rule. Does that make sense? Yes, Rev. It is very important to understand that this is the case. Man tries to, 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 to categorize it and say that, oh, it is because of this and that. That is why it has nothing to do with me. No, 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 no. No, it has everything to do with what is ruling or what has the upper hand. Are you with me? Yes. Now, so, so when Jesus Christ came, when Jesus Christ came, he had to satisfy everything that was wrong with man. Everything. He had to satisfy God's judgment that was against man. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. And so for Jesus to satisfy God's judgment, he must pay with death. Because the wages of that nature causing it is death. So death was the only thing that was required to be able to silence the power of the judgment that was ruling humanity. Now, now we're going somewhere, so I need you to I need you to pay attention. We read last week and the previous week that in that death, in that death, in the rejection, in the woundedness. In the curse that came upon him, in, in, in the piercing, everything that he endured, it was not for himself. He did it for us. Does that make sense? Yes. And not only did he do it for us, but he did it with us in him. He did it with us in him. And so, and so, and so, and so. And so, for example, when he, when he went to hell, we were there with him. Does that make sense? Yeah. It says, don't you know that so many of us, as were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death. And they said that we were buried. Look at, look at uh, the, the next chapter, Romans 6. Look at verse, verse, verse 4. I think verse 4. Yeah, let's, let's look at verse 4. It says, therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death. Now, look at this. Though. We are buried with him by baptism into death. So where are you? You are, now, notice this, the, the tense. We are. Now we were. Mm. Are you seeing something? Yes. Mm. So, uh, very, you can say that we were, we are, and are still presently buried with him. Who? You, me, are buried with him by baptism into death. That like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so, 
we also now should walk in something new. Do you see that newness? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Newness of life. That is why when God says that, my son, what you wear, you are no more. You must understand that he is referring to your burial with his son into his death. And now when he looks at you, it's not the you who was under the sentence. Mm. It's a newness of life which he has brought forth, which he raised with his son. Are you with me? Yes. That is why when you go down, when you go down to verse, go to verse 7. For he that is dead is freed Freed from from sin. So if you are not dead, can you be free from sin? No. Mm. So when, when the Bible says that he made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God, how is it possible if you are still alive? (laughs) Mm. Are are you with me? Yes. He made him to be sin for us who knew no sin. What is the result? We are made the righteousness of God. Do you think that you who have been made the righteousness of God can still have that nature with you? Mm. Then God's work is not complete. Yeah. Right? Yes. Then Jesus did not accomplish the assignment. But did he accomplish the assignment? Yes. Did he say it is finished? Yes. So it says, for he that is dead is freed from the nature called sin. Verse 10. For in that he died, he died unto sin. How many times? Once. So when he died, when he died, he died unto that nature called sin. Now, when you read, when you read the NASB, it says he died unto sin once for all. Once for all. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. So look at verse 11. Look at verse 11. Likewise, likewise, you, he says, reckon ye also yourselves, or consider yourselves. Consider. Can you give me the NASB? The New American Standard Bible. Likewise, likewise. Now, listen to me. When when you hear God saying something to you, when you hear God saying something to you, do not subject it to your mind. Don't you do that. You subject your mind to it and say, this is what is true. My mind can't grasp it, but I embrace it as the truth. So when you stand under it, listen to me. When you subject God's word to your mind, you are standing over God's word. 
But when, when you embrace it as the truth, even though it doesn't make sense to you, but you embrace it as the truth, you are now standing under that, God, under that word. You will gain understanding. Understanding is to stand under. Amen. Understanding can only come when you stand under. So it says, even so, even so, consider yourselves to be what? Dead to sin. You are dead to the nature that brought the condemnation. You are dead to the nature that caused the judgment unto condemnation and death to rule over your life. But now, what has happened to you? It says you are alive unto God in Christ Jesus. It says, but I don't feel it. Please, please, put your feelings aside. Pack your feelings on the curb. It is very important. You, God says that you are dead to the nature causing. For in that he died, he died to that nature. Let's read one more time, please. Look at verse 10 again. For the death that he died, he died to the nature causing once for all. Do you see it? Yes. He died to the nature causing once for all. It is very important to see yourself in this and to see everybody else in this. Because when he did it, he did it for all. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. Now, now, listen to me. When you walk on the street and you see a person, a, a, a man who says he is a woman. Now, you and I know that it is just a deception. And the spirit is deceiving him. True or false? True. Very good. So when you see and you see that, ah, this is a man. What is the truth? The truth is he's a man, but he is functioning and operating as a woman, right? Yes. Now, likewise, when God says that, when God says that in the day that I, my, I killed my son, in the day that I made my son to be sinned, and he died, you died with him. The nature which you had, that caused the, the sentence, that caused the judgment unto condemnation and death to rule your life. That nature was brought to an end. Mm. So he says that the death that he died, he died to that nature once for all, but the life that he now lives, he lives unto God. So he says, verse 11, you also, you also, look at verse 11, even so, consider yourselves, consider yourselves to be dead to that nature, but you are alive unto God in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. Now, now, as profound as this is, as, as, as powerful and wonderful as he is saying this, verse 12, the Holy Spirit says something that is amazing. Look at verse 12. Therefore, do not let sin do what? Rain. Not let sin rain. Where? In your mortal body. Wow. Hmm. I thought he said that Marin is dead. Yeah. And he is dead, the nature calls sin. 
So why is the Holy Spirit still saying that Marion should not let sin reign in her mortal body so that she will obey the last thereof? Why is, why is the Holy Spirit saying this? So what he's saying is that your spirit nature, which is your identity, which before Jesus' death, it was the nature of sin, called, it was the nature of sin. It was the nature of the devil, the nature of sin. After Jesus was made sin, God took you, God took you and put you into the death of a son. And that sin nature came to an end. Now he's saying that your spirit does not have that nature anymore. Does that make sense? Yes. But he's saying that don't let that sin, which is no longer your spirit nature, don't let it rain where? In your mortal body. Because your body did not and cannot and shall not be born again as your spirit has become. Mm. So it says, do not let sin reign in your, man, in your mortal body, in your members. Don't let mm. it reign in your members. Don't mm. let it reign in your members. It will reign if you allow it. Because he is in stiff competition mm. with your spirit. It says, therefore, do not now, before, the, before your death, in Jesus' death, you, 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 God could not have told you such a thing. Why? Because death was ruling you and you were under a sentence. You are in prison. So how can you come out? You can't. Yeah. But now, now you are no longer, you are no longer in bondage. So it says, so don't you now, Marian, don't. Chris, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its last meaning that you can let sin reign in your mortal body and the result is that you will obey its last as though you are not born again. Wow. Now, notice though, if you let sin reign in your mortal body, you will obey its last. You will obey the last of sin. Do you get it? Yeah. You will obey the last of sin. If you let sin reign in your mortal body, you will not have an answer to its power to be subject to its last. So now, Here's something. We learned and we already know about how the plane flies, right? Yes. Right? Don't we all know how, how the, the aeroplane flies? Yes. The aeroplane flies because not because the faculty has stopped working on it. It flies in spite of the force of gravity. Why? Because it deploys a higher law. Now, now, right now, I want you to understand something here. He is saying, the Holy Spirit is saying, he's saying that in your spirit, there is an operation of a higher law. It's a higher law. It's there. Mm. I'm failing, full of power. And when you engage it, 
Oh, let me back up. So in your spirit is an operation of a law. It's called the law of the spirit. But in your members, in your members is also another law. It's called the law of sin. Can you see it from, from this scripture? Yeah. It says, therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, lest you obey its last. Otherwise, you will obey its last. That's what it's saying. So the moment, so, 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 so the plane is there. The plane is there. The force of gravity is working on it. The moment it deploys the law of lift and drag, the force of gravity is no match. Now, you say, why am I, why am I emphasizing this? Because this will never stop working on you. This is the cause of frustration in every Christian's life. This is what, ma what makes it appear as if nothing has happened to you, mm. even though Christ has died. Because you're going to read the scripture very soon. You're going to read the scripture very soon. But I want you to get this. That say with me, there is a law of the spirit. There is a law of the spirit. It operates in my spirit. It operates in my spirit. There is a law of sin and death. There is a law of sin and death. It operates in my mortal body. It operates in my mortal body. It operates in my flesh. Now, now we are going to go to a scripture and then we will come back. Now, look at Galatians 5. Look at Galatians 5. Galatians 5, I believe it's um, verse, verse 16. Now, look at something. Maybe we can take it from verse 14. Or let me, let me see. Let me see what 14 says. Okay, 15. Verse 15. There's a scripture which I'm looking for. Let me see. Bear with me for one second. Uh, Galatians 5, I think it's. Aha, uh -huh. look at verse, verse 13, verse 13. And then we will jump to verse um, 16. So look at verse 13. Galatians 5, 13. For brethren, you have been called unto liberty. Do you see it? Yes. Who has been called unto liberty? Anybody that Christ died for, anybody that the blood was shed for, anybody that Jesus came to die for has been called unto liberty. Did Jesus die for all of you? Yes. Then you have been called unto liberty. Then it says, only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh. Do you see it? Yes. Don't, don't use the liberty for an occasion to the flesh. But by love, it says, serve one another. Now go to verse 16. 
says, this I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Do you see it? Yes. Who is he talking to? The person who is born again. How can you say this to a person who is not born again? Mm. So he's saying, he's saying to all of us, this I say then, walk in the spirit. You shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Now, I mean, if you look at this scripture alone, it tells you, it tells you that if you walk in the flesh, you will automatically fulfill the lust mm. of the flesh. Does that make sense? Yes. So, so when you find yourself doing everything that the flesh requires, mm. just know that it's only because you are walking in the flesh. And then what he's saying that the person who is born again has the capacity to deploy either the law of the spirit or the law of sin. Are you with me? Yes. And whichever law you deploy is that which rules you. Does that make sense? Yes. So look at the next verse. For the flesh, what does it do? The last step against the spirit. My, 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 my. The flesh lasted against the spirit. Mm. And the spirit lasted against the flesh. <laughs> you see it? Yes. And these are contrary, the one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you would. So it's not what you want to do. No, 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 no. It is which of the two has the upper hand. Yeah. Guys, pay attention here. It's not, oh, oh, I, 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 I'll forgive. No, 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 no. You can't forgive. Mm. You can't. It depends on which, which of the laws you are deploying. Are you deploying the law, the law of the spirit of life, which is in your spirit? Or you are deploying the law of sin and death, which is in your members? Pay mm. attention, you know, for the flesh lasted against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary, the one to the other. Do you see the colon? Mm. Do you see the colon? Yes. Yeah. It says, so that you cannot do the things that you will. So it is not what you want to do. It is not what you wish to do. It is not what you said you would do. No, 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 no. It is, are you working in your flesh or are you working in your spirit? That determines whether, 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 whether you will fulfill the last of the flesh or you will fulfill the disaster of the spirit. Does that make sense? Are you guys with me? Yes. Yeah. 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 So, so, so let's go back to, let's go back to Romans. Let's go back to Romans. Now, you remember, you remember that um, we read Romans 7, Romans 7, look at verse 23. Romans 7, um, 
from verse 22 first. Romans 7, verse 22. It says, For I delight in the law of God, where? After the inward man. So he's saying that I delight in the law of God after the inward man. So after his spirit, he delights in the law of God after his spirit man. Does that make sense? Yes. But look at the next verse. But I see another law. Where is it functioning or working? In my memory. So, 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 so he's identified that in his spirit, the desire and the will and the longing to do the will of God and, the, and to choose the ways of God is, is there, is throbbing. Are you with me? Yes. And he desires after that. But then he finds another law which is an operation in his members. In his, in his members. In his members. Do you know we all have five senses? Yes. Yeah. All these are supposed to be your servants. And all these influence your mind and your emotions and your will. And he sees that there's another law. It is in his members, the servants, that are supposed to serve him. And he finds out that it was, that law, it was against the law of his mind that has already made that I'm going to do what God says. Mm-hmm. Warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. Now verse 24. Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? Who shall deliver me from the body of this death? And then in verse 25, he makes the profound discovery. I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then, with the mind, with the renewed mind, the renewed mind that is fixated on Jesus Christ alone. Now remember, I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, with the renewed mind that is fixated only on Jesus, I myself, I serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. Can you see that that whether your mind is set on the reality, on the reality of this Christ who has now come to inhabit your spirit, Mm. or whether your mind is set on your flesh, which is also trying to see, because when you set your mind on the flesh, you say, I will do this. You say, I will do this. But when your mind is set on the on, on the reality of he who now dwells inside you, Christ. Mm. He has already done everything. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. The, the Christ that is in you, the one, he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit. He has done everything. He has forgiven all men, true or false. Yeah. He has overcome the world, true or false. Yeah. You if you are joined to him, you are one with him, and he has overcome the world, do you have to try and overcome the world? 
No. Does Melania have to try to to uh, beg any security people for her to qualify to fly the um, uh, Air Force Two? <laughs> okay. no. Does she have to beg for security guards? No. no. So because she is one with the president, does that make sense? Yeah. So she enjoys the full privileges of the president. Now, sin who is in your members knows that in your flesh dwelleth no good thing. And so when you set your mind on your flesh, when you set on your, your mind on what they are saying, what they are doing, what they did to you, look at what they are doing to me, look at what he said, look at what she said, look at why they don't like me, look at, if you set your mind on it, the law of sin and death which is in your members, it will take over. So it says that, I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself, I serve the law of God. But with the flesh, when I engage the flesh, the law of sin takes over. That is why the plane comes down the moment that the pilot, the pilot shuts down, shuts down the law of lift and drag. What, what takes over? The force of gravity. Gravity, yeah. It takes over. So what happens to, to, the, to the plane? It comes down. down. Does that make sense? Yes. So now, go to the next verse. I'm mean, sorry, uh, chapter 8, verse 1. There is therefore now, listen, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. So, so what is saying? It says, hmm, <laughs> I tell you, this is very interesting. After Christ has entered, Listen, no. after Christ has entered, there is still the flesh. It can mm. be walked after. Does that make sense? Yes. And the only person who does not know condemnation is the one who does not listen to the voice of the flesh, the voice of the wisdom that comes from the flesh. Do you see it? Yes. Remember, remember by one man's offense, by one man's offense, judgment came upon all unto condemnation. Remember? Yes. So Christ has come. He has fulfilled the justice and the judgment nature of God. You have been delivered. You are now one with the Christ who lives inside you. But you still have the flesh. And sin operates in your flesh. The moment you listen to the voice of the wisdom that is in the flesh, the voice of the wisdom that is in the world. The law of sin says, I got you. And all that it does, all that the law of sin does is to try and get your mind away from the law of, the, the, from the, law of the spirit that is inside you to come and dwell on your flesh. Because the moment it does, you, you, you will bring your mind to bear on your flesh. Hmm. That is why when Jesus says, by my stripes you are healed, your, your flesh, 
what does it tell you? You are not healed. <laughs> exactly. 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 I became poor. You might become rich. Your flesh says, listen, your eyes will tell you. Your ears will tell you. Your bank account tells you. Everything around tells you. Listen, your lack begins to speak loudly to you. Guys, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Yes. So now. Hmm. So there is therefore now no condemnation. The condemnation ceases. Only to those who do not listen to the voice of the wisdom called flesh. Everybody has it. Everybody has it. You are living in the world and you are not cut off from the wisdom that is of the flesh or the wisdomness of the world. No, you are. But, but just like you are in the world, the force of gravity works on you. Are you with me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you cannot afford to listen to that wisdom. You cannot afford. Look at verse, the next verse, verse 2. For the law of the spirit of life that is in Christ Jesus has done what? Made me, has made made me free. Me to us free from the law of sin and death. Listen, a law is anything that has the power to take its characteristics to manifestation. That's the law. A law has anything, is, 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 is that which has the right to take its characteristics to manifestation. You cannot do anything against the law. You cannot just cancel the law. You can't. And so if you want to overcome the force of gravity, you have to deploy a higher law. Likewise, if you want to overcome the law of sin and death, which is constantly seeking and drawing your attention to bear on your flesh, because it knows that in your flesh dwelleth no good thing, but in your spirit, it knows. It knows. Mm. It knows that when you begin to acknowledge the fullness of life in your spirit, the healing that is present in your spirit, the flow, the outflow of the abundance of grace that is in your spirit, it knows that it's no much. It knows it. It knows it. And so everything, every communication is to draw you away. That is why when, uh, when the Lord came unto Adam and Eve, he said, who told you? Or which voice did you listen to? That is now making you run away from me who has shown you such goodness and look at what I'm going to do. You said that you are afraid of me because of punishment that I'll kill you or something, right? I am mm. going to now kill an animal and cover you so that you'll be not consumed. Can you see that when that voice comes, it, 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 it prevents you. It, 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 it takes over. Are you guys seeing something here? Yes. Because of them listening to that voice. See, who told you? And unfortunately, brethren, everything around you is telling you something that is contrary to what Jesus is proclaiming to you. Mm. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me, you, free from the law of sin and death. Now look at verse 3. 
guys, are you following the, 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 the pattern? Yeah. Is it too difficult to understand? No, please. I'm following. Okay. It says, for what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh. So the law that God gave to man, it's not that the law was, was weak, no. But it was made weak by the flesh. Does that make sense? Yeah. What the Lord could not mean that it was weak through the flesh. God sent in his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. And for sin, or as an offering for sin, he condemned the sin in the flesh. He condemned. So, so there's a sentence passed over sin that operates in your flesh. And look at this verse. That the righteousness of the law, the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Now, let me tell you the two categories of people. Because there are two categories of people who walk after the flesh. Do you want to know? Yes. Everybody who is not born again automatically walks after the flesh. Does that make sense? Yes. But there is a second group, which is those who have experienced a born again life and do not know the power of the freedom that came, came about by the sacrifice of Jesus. They do not know the power of the freedom that has come about by the price that Jesus has paid. So what do they do? They still try to use the flesh to fulfill God's law. Mm. So they say, I will do this. And that's what the devil wants. I will do this. I will do this. I will do this. Listen to me. Listen to me. God did not send his son to add his son's life to your life. No. He sent his son to replace you. That is why, that is why he never ever wants you to compare yourselves with yourselves. Let me say it again. 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 If God sent his son and his intention was to add his son's life to your life, don't you think that it will depend on the measure of the Christ that you have embraced? Yeah. Don't you think that it will be important to compare what measure of Christ that Christian has embraced uh, how, what measure that Angie has embraced? What measure that you know, uh, uh, um, um, uh, um, Chris has embraced? But now he's saying, comparing themselves to themselves, they do become what? Why? Because his son has come to replace Angie, has replaced uh, um, Amy, has replaced Chris, has replaced Rachel. Are, are, are you with me? Yes. So he does not want you to compare yourself with another. Why? There is no more you. 
Mm. There is only Christ. That is why Jesus said, what Jesus appeared unto the disciples, he says, all power, all authority has been given unto me. Now go. Why? Why? Because I am, my life is what is in you. My power is what is in you. Now notice that he did not distinguish between who will carry a certain higher power and who will carry a certain lower power. He says, go ye therefore and teach and baptize and lo, I am with you always. Mm. Why? Listen to me. Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. That's what the Bible says. Christ, not Christ Angie, not Christ in combination with Angie, not Christ in combination with Rachel. No, 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 no. That's why he says, reckon yourself indeed to be dead. So when Paul understood this, when he talks, he says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet it's not I. But who? So, 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 so where is Paul? He's dead. It's not Paul and Christ combined. No. It's Christ. Who lives? Are you guys seeing something here? Yes. Because, because this is the only way you will not bring your mind to bear on your flesh. Otherwise, my goodness, your flesh that is always lasting after your, lasting against your spirit and your spirit against your flesh, you'll find that you cannot do what you would. Why? Because your flesh will make you consider what is around you. What do they say? What are they thinking? What do I have? Who am I? Why don't they like me? Oh, the weather. Oh, God, are you with me? Listen to me. Listen to me. You have been replaced. He said that in this was manifested the love of God, in that He sent His Son. For what reason? That we might live through Him, or we might live by means of Him. True or false? Yeah. 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 Listen to me. The deceitfulness of sin. Sin is so deceitful. It is so deceitful. It, 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 it has such a hook on your mind. It, you cannot get free. I tell you. So look at, look, go back to the Romans, uh, sorry, verse 5. Look at verse 5. For they that are after the flesh, they do what? Mind, they mind the things of the flesh. The things of the flesh. So it doesn't matter how much education you have. You will still kill your wife and you'll be shocked. You will kill another human being and you'll be shocked that you have killed the, the, the person. Mm. But they that are after the spirit, they mind the things of the spirit. Then go to the next verse. For to be carnally minded. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. The word, the word carnally minded means to be dominated by the senses. 
to be dominated by your will, to be dominated by your emotions, by your flesh, by the world, by the philosophical statements and opinions. Are you with me? Listen to me. You cannot, listen to me. If your mind is, is set on your flesh, you cannot just do what you want to do. You can't. You, you, you can't. Do you remember Paul said that, I, I said I would do this, but I, I, I couldn't do it. You remember? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, it's not, because, it's not because he doesn't love God, but because the law of sin and death, which, is, which operates in his flesh, had gotten the upper hand. But the moment he came to the realization that, hey, it is Christ alone who lives. That's when he became free. You know, I'm not going to take much time. But I want you to, you, you guys, yourself, just go and read this whole thing yourself. Because when your mind is set on the flesh, reason becomes your primary motivation. Everything that you do must be according to reason. And this is what Jesus came to deliver us from. Remember, um, uh, um, Nicodemus came to him. How can this be? Can I enter into my mother's room and be born again? Mm. Reason. And he said, look, you are the topmost, the topmost, the, 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 if there is any conflict about any word, when they come to you, the issue must end because you are the top of the topmost and you don't understand this thing I'm telling you. Because man, man ruled by his mind I tell you, you, anything that God says, you are waiting. You are waiting for your senses to bear witness before you embrace it. True or not true? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. If it shall be given to you, what is the wisdom in it? Who's going to give it to you? <laughs> Forgive. For, listen. There's some people, when you forgive them, you, it, it, there is this strong knowledge that it will make them become more stubborn in their behavior. True or false? Mm-hmm. True. Aha! Uh-huh. How can you forgive such a person? Yeah. Yeah. I tell you, the same nature is so deceptive. It thinks that Angie, it does Angie. Angie, you can do it. Angie, you must do it. But it knows, it knows that but if you bring your mind to bear on your flesh, it will rule you. That sin nature will rule you because he knows that in your, in your, in your flesh, God let no good thing. But in your spirit, he knows that God himself lives there. Jesus is the one who lives there. And the power of God is there. It, it, mm-hmm. it knows it. So all it does is to try and disengage your mind from the reality of the spirit's power and influence that is inside you. And brings your mind to bear on reason, thinking that you must achieve, think that you must do this, think that you must do that. No, 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 no. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. God sent his son to end our life so that we will live the life of his son. He came so that he will bring to an end our life. And he raised his son, the son's life. That is why he said that I go to my father 
And when I go to my father, it says, it is expedient that I go away. It is expedient that I, why? Because I am going to satisfy the righteous demands of the law. I am going to die. I am going to be crucified. I'm going to be scourged. I am going to die with your sin. And I'm going to end that nature. And God will raise me again as a man. And when God raises me again, you will be raised a new nature, a new creature. If any man be in Christ, he is what? A new creature. It says, all things are what? Pass away. away. And it says, behold. Don't just pass it through your thinking. It says, behold. Behold. All things are become new. And not only have they become new, it says, all things are what? Of God. God. If I say, if I say this car is of an Amer- is of America, what does it mean? Uh, Completely, totally made in America. American car. Does that make sense? Yes. When it says all things are of God and all it says all things are become new, not just new. It is of God, of the nature of God, of the stature of God, of the caliber of God. So Angie becoming new has now become of the nature of God, of the caliber of God. So she has the ability to, to have fellowship and receive power mm. so that she is no longer in bondage to what is possible, what is impossible. Oh, I want God to do this for me. I'm waiting. No, 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 no. She is of God. So when she speaks, it's not, is it possible? Can it be done? No. Let me think about this. Jesus saying, saying that let's feed these people. And uh, knowing very well that it's just a lunch, a, a boy's lunch. Do you think reason will make you do such a thing? Please, will reason make you do such a thing? Uh-uh. Will you not go and get a loan and buy as much food as possible and cook yeah. it so that it can feed everybody? Yeah. But you know that there is a church in, um, in California, actually Redding, Bethel. Mm-hmm. They, organized, they organized a meal, a meal of... Um, what do you call this steak? Um, this this beef. This beef. No, they went for a big steak. It was steak, and they 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 collected the homeless people, and they found out that the number that they got, it began to increase. But this is all that they had gotten, so they decided that none of the workers will eat. They will just feed all the homeless. Do you know that as they chopped the thing and dashed, dashed it out to the homeless, the food wasn't getting finished? Hey. The food couldn't get finished. <laughs> wow, what do you think? Yeah. They just decided that, look, none of us will eat. We'll just feed only the, 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 the people. The food couldn't get finished, so not only did the homeless people all eat choicest, rib, um, you know, the choicest steak, but they also were able to get them to eat. Uh, That's what Jesus 
wants to do for us. So that we, we don't live by reason anymore. We, we are no longer in bondage with the flesh because the flesh only looks at what is possible, what is impossible. What can we do? Oh God. So, so listen to me. It's not what you want God to do for you. It is what has Jesus finalized in his death. What life has he raised? What life did he raise? That is the life that we are supposed to live. That life does not go to God and try to get things done. It knows what Jesus has finalized. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, we will talk more about this another time. But guys, are you, are you, are you, seeing, are you seeing the drift? Yes, please, sure. Yeah. Yeah, we cannot continue to be in bondage to our flesh. We cannot. But the only way is when we acknowledge that we are dead and it is Christ who lives in us. Otherwise, otherwise, our mind will always be influenced, will be set on our senses. It will be set. It will be set on our will, our emotions. I tell you, Paul said that, Paul said that, I, 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 bring, I bring my flesh under, lest after I have preached, I myself become a castaway. Because your flesh, in your flesh dwelleth no good thing. Mm. No good thing. So if you are wanting your emotions to be, to be right, to feel good, listen, the spirit of God will have no effect on you. Because the flesh lasted against your spirit and your spirit against your flesh so that you cannot just do what you say you want to do. No, it depends on which of the two is ruling. And by the way, which of the two that is ruling will also de determine what words come out of your mouth. Do you know why? Do you know why? Yeah. Because the tongue, Jesus said that, the Bible says that the tongue can no man tame, meaning that whatever is inside you, it's what's coming out. Do <laughs> you see it? Yeah. 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 I mean, the thing is so powerful that it is, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is that's why, that, that, that is why Christianity seems to be so frustrating, but it's not meant to be frustrating. Because the basic, the basic tenets of the, of the gospel the good news of what God has done through his Christ. It's not presented. So we preach the grace of God for you to become born again. When you become born again, we begin to beat you with the law. That ritual, you must do this. Ritual, you must do this. Ritual, you must do this. And then sin, what is in your flesh? Say, yeah, ritual, this is what you must do. Knowing very well, this sin knows that it's deceiving you because it knows that in your flesh. Nothing. But it is what Christ has already done. So when you speak, you speak as somebody who knows what Christ has done. Are you with me? Yeah. What he has finalized, not what you must do. Christ has forgiven all. So who are you, who are you going to forgive? Everybody's forgiven. So how can you hold a grudge against somebody? Is it, oh, she's dead. She's so nasty. And so what? It's like a gay person who's walking the streets. He's a guy, but he's behaving as a woman. Deception doesn't know it. That's what, our, that, that's what our assignment is, to cause them to come into the knowledge of the truth, that they will also be set free. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's, let's start to our feet and just...